0: Welcome to Best Bad Movie Ever, a podcast about terrible movies and the people who love them, with your hosts, Tom Ryman and David Christopher Bell.
1: Well, hello everyone! Hi! Welcome to another episode of Best Bad Movie Ever, the show about terrible films and the people who love them. I'm your co-host Tom Ryman.
0: I am your other co-host David Bell. And now you. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. And now you go.
2: I'm Adam. First from time, from yes. Podcasts, Adam Man. Todd Brown from adam podcasts adam podcast and brown mm. oh man
1: am i ever <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i think this is the first best bad movie that i've actually been in the studio for since we moved to the new really studio. Yes, it
2: is yeah you've done most well, of them almost all of them ironically right. the first one uh happens when we now have a mixer that makes phone interviews so easy <laughs> perfect so well, he could go now outside you show. and call. Yeah, if you, can you do this from your I car? will, yeah. yeah. Now, that I, now <laughs>
1: that I know this, that this mixer makes it that much easier, I'm this, this is the last time
2: I will be <laughs> in the studio. Hot Car Podcast. Mm. <laughs> Hot Cast. Hot
0: Cast. Mm. Um, there's only three of us here, which means one of us brought a bad movie. It's true. Oh, did
1: did someone bring a bad movie? And now we're going to spend the next 42 minutes getting to the bottom of who brought that
2: movie. Because I, I brought a good movie. Well, I brought a movie.
1: <laughs> right. You you, bought, you brought a movie that it is impossible not to have anything to say about it once you finish watching it. I would agree yeah. with that.
2: And that movie is under the cherry moon. Mm. I would argue Prince's best movie. Well, which it's, isn't. It's way more watchable than Purple
1: Rain.
0: I'm going to argue. I will is. agree because I've never seen another Prince movie. You've never seen Purple Rain? What's no, wrong with I you? I also, I don't. I couldn't name like a Prince album or like a really that that many Prince. I'm just not. And it's not that I don't like Prince. I just was never gotten into Prince. Yeah. If Um, if you have the most of Prince I've ever seen or experienced.
2: If you have zero feelings on Prince, this probably is not the movie for you.
0: No. I agree. Um, I had to watch it twice. I got to watch it twice. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. Okay, I'm going to say I had to watch it once and then I got to watch it a second time. Perfect. Cuz watching it the second time definitely made me like it more. Um the first time I was bored. It's it's definitely not an action film.
1: It's uh, yeah. not at all the film I thought it was going to be. I it's, had no idea this movie was a broad comedy.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a black and white comedy. I think they're going for like French film sort of it was shot in france yeah yeah. and uh it it i have a framed movie poster you do i can uh, see it uh, from from sitting under the cherry moon in the studio i paid 75 dollars for it wow blast from the past where jeff hosts his comedy show Mm -hmm. i was actually on the show that night (laughs) i think i made eh, like eight dollars and then spent 75 (laughs) on a vintage prince poster
0: it's a good looking poster it's it a, a really poster. nice poster yeah. yeah it's in great condition this movie was not well reviewed right no it,
2: it was not well reviewed and it it's hard to watch it now because there's there's so much context that was happening around it as it pertains to prince right at this time this is because this it, it's in this period of his career where he had made purple rain and a lot of people wanted him to just keep making purple rain Mm. the album Mm -hmm. and he didn't like his follow-up to the purple rain album is around the world in a day which is basically like a like prince's version of a Jimi hendrix album it's a very like a psychedelic rock album so he makes that and people are like okay like that it's cool but are you gonna make another purple rain and then he makes under the cherry moon and the accompanying soundtrack parade and people are like we're never getting another Purple Rain, are we? Mm. It still went platinum, never, though. Never. It did, they still it went bought platinum. the shit
1: out of this record.
2: It Dude. went platinum, but when you take it like in context with Purple Rain, which yeah.
0: sold ten million copies, yeah, you're saying the context made people hate this more.
2: It just wasn't like Tom said. It was. It's not what you expect.
0: Yeah. Well, it's not what you expect out of context, too. Right. Like not knowing Prince, like I, I, I it was easy for me to imagine. Um, not like watching this, not knowing what Prince is. Yeah. And then he's just a, a lunatic in this film. Right. He's like, he's like a, he's a Bugs Bunny in this movie. Yeah. He's dressed like a, like a genie who has been made a man. Um, and he's That's just Prince. Yeah. And it, I think they had to do it that way because
2: putting Prince it, like this movie came out in '86, I believe, '85 or '86. Mid '80s, yeah. I think '86. You can't put Prince if you're gonna do just a straight movie where Prince isn't playing Prince like yeah. he right. did in Purple Rain. Like you can't put him in Weekend at Bernie's or Working I mean, Girl and have I it look really really as much as, as I would love at it. At at it in the Bernie's, <laughs> yeah. As much as we would all love that. He's just gonna stick out because what right. he's wearing in this movie—that's just what the fuck Prince wore, right? And this leads to like something. that's how he dressed. Yeah, um, he had a lot of bare back riffs. Yes, <laughs> he had the lower back of—I don't know, man—a gymnast.
0: <laughs> no, it reminds me of the fact whenever a singer or some music musical artist does a movie and like bases it all around them just having a good time and stuff like it, it reminds me of why we don't like let directors make musical albums uh, about their films either. It just feels like it's self-indulgent. To be like, hey, I made a whole movie, and it's all about me, and look at me, I'm Prince. It's absolutely um,
2: self-indulgent, but that's what they get for giving Prince the money to make another movie after Purple Rain.
0: Right. Because you had to, like, even
2: when you made Purple Rain, the people who made it had to look at that and go, this is some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> this is not mm-hmm. a good movie. But people fucking loved it. And if you go back and look, it's not good. And Purple it's. Rain? purple rain it doesn't hold up yeah i believe you i wrote a vice article and people lost their fucking minds because vice made me make the title does purple rain suck and all i was saying in this article was that under the cherry moon is the better movie between purple rain and under the Cherry moon i completely agree but people saw that title on the internet and were like right (laughs) shut up idiots (laughs)
0: what is Purple Rain like? A serious film? That's oh yeah, to wow, it's
2: very serious. Very okay,
0: serious. <laughs> yeah, I can see why that's not. Again, having not seen Purple Rain, what all the things I said about it being self-indulgent. What makes up for it is how batshit crazy this gets. Um, yes, and, and how seemingly random it is, and and how no one seemed to have given that much of a shit, and it results in really fun moments. What I think is
2: special about this movie is i think and i mean this in all seriousness i think this is the closest we ever saw to the real prince like what would hanging out with prince be like so because taking, by taking all taking accounts baths? like but well no but by all accounts he was like he was someone who liked to play practical jokes he had a really great sense of humor like the rumor is all of that like quiet and reserved stuff is a thing he saved mostly for white people who would interview him on tv (laughs) and if you knew him in person he was completely different right and i feel like this movie is probably the closest to what his actual personality was like
0: i like him in this i didn't know there was a serious version of him
1: that's um, like that's the popular version of Prince. Is it's like, right. like the serious
0: like yeah. metaphysical being. <laughs> that yeah, is right. Prince. And in this, he's just like uh, uh, he's silly. Uh, he's he's like, like a Looney Tunes a, character, he's like a, in a sex grifter who just wants to have fun. And, and it's, it's the shot
1: where he's sitting in a he sitting, sitting in a bathtub a wearing a, wearing a cowboy hat <laughs> with a toy boat, and he's, he's just screams, ducks the boat underwater, and says fascist.
0: So <laughs> weird. It is a very weird movie. There's a lot of shit <laughs> like when his little, the rent sequence where he like d- tries to do a vampire Bela Lugosi trance on his landlady who yeah. wants to fuck him, and then like gropes her. And then gives her the money. And it was like, well, why did any of that happen? Because she was like, where's the rent? And then we spend like five minutes dancing around him giving her <laughs> the rent. And it yeah. was like, here's the rent. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Fucking, yeah. That all <laughs> happened. <laughs> I just want to jump ahead to the scene that they must have been like, I don't know how to end this scene. And they're like, why not bats? <laughs> the, bats. Yeah. the bat scene <laughs> is that is such a funny scene i i had to rewind that several times because i thought i had missed something no like wait did they just see bats and run out of the restaurant and like did that play into anything earlier and it's like no (laughs) not at all uh,
2: the dialogue in this movie is insane yeah like prince in it but it's so funny in a, like I love the bat scene because what happens there is they're they're talking about I don't remember even the conversation leading up to right, that they're at like breakfast or something yeah. <laughs> yeah and Jerome and the the interplay between Jerome and Prince is great which that was also the best part of Purple Rain Purple Rain yeah was Prince interacting with Morris Day and that kind of carries over to this where it's just Prince and Jerome Benton who was the guy who held morris day's mirror in the time but they're they're just sitting in this cafe and prince says i'm not afraid of anything and jerome goes what about bats and just points points to the ceiling three bats that that have apparently been in the corner of this restaurant this whole time and
0: everyone notices at the same time that is, And they all scream and run out. They had to get bats for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what's the weirdest thing about it, is that that wasn't something that... Like, it feels like something that was made up on set of, like, we need to get out of the scene somehow. But no, they had to work for that. They had to get someone who owned That's a plan. Tra- yeah.
2: Yeah, that's a plan that, that, that needs to be executed. Yeah. The uh, prince has some... I can't tell if he was improving in some of these lines. Like, there's a scene where... Which, by the way, Kristen Scott Thomas. Introducing Kristen Scott yeah. Thomas. First movie role, baby. <laughs> and I feel like
0: she and Prince have really good chemistry. Well, the first time we see her, I think, maybe it's not the first time we see her, she does a wicked drum solo. That she is does. the first time we see her. Yeah, yes. we're just like, what the fuck is happening? Because, again, it's it's like, <laughs> what a weird choice. I mean, I like it. I like the choice, but to have her show up and she's like, "I'm going to do something on stage," and she's in a towel. Yeah, she believe. is in a towel. Yes, yeah, she, um, she
1: came out in her birthday suit to right. celebrate her birthday.
0: We should. I, I feel like I should explain.
2: This movie does have a plot. Yes, yes. It sounds like it doesn't from the well, way the we're plot describing is the least
0: it. Interesting part of
2: it. It's a really straightforward premise. Yeah. Prince plays a gigolo, basically. Yeah, he and his cousin, Jerome, I forget his name in the
1: movie. Yeah, I know Prince's name is Christopher Tracy.
2: Right, because it's a,
1: a, yeah, tricky. Tricky. Christopher Tracy is a pen name he used. Yeah. See, I knew that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Prince is Christopher Tracy, a a gigolo, and Kristen Scott Thomas plays the heiress to some fortune. Yeah. And the plan is Prince is going to marry her for the money. Right. And can you believe she finds out at mm-hmm. one point? Finds out it's all a ploy, but well, by that point, he's already got real feelings for her.
0: Yeah, I do like how they gave her enough agency because the moment she sees him at the party, she's like, Mm-mm, no, that guy's <gasps> over. Like she immediately is like, you're, you're after my money. And she kind of believes that for most of it. And he has to like convince her he isn't. And then uh, it feels like almost as soon as she realizes that he isn't, she learns that he <laughs> is. Yeah. Again. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's weird. It's a weird little arc. I, I'm i glad they didn't make her clueless at the beginning because if Prince shows up at your party unannounced, you're going to have some suspicions. Well, if, if
1: Prince shows up at your party unannounced, you did something right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially now. <laughs> especially now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But did France realize it? back in the sixties or whenever this movie, right. I it's don't know when this place. is supposed to have taken place. Right. When
1: it starts out, like I thought like, Oh, okay. This is going to be like a film noir, like Casablanca. Cause it starts out with him playing the piano, right. but like, like he basically bones a lady across the, across the club right. via piano. Yeah, I
0: yes. fucks the shit out of him. He yeah, really does they have a
1: whole sexual experience with him. Just looking at her and playing the piano. Um, so I, yeah, I thought it was going to be like, like a Casablanca, like a film noir type movie. And then it like immediately becomes a screwball comedy. I was like, this is not at all what I was expecting.
2: Yeah,
0: I'm not sure why it was black and white.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it was black and white just to keep it. Like, I feel like that kind of gives it a little more. This feels like one of the most timeless things Prince has done because it's almost impossible for it to age well, because it yeah. exists in some world that does not exist. No. Yeah.
1: He and, he and Tricky have a grotto that they like a pirate cage. They that sure they do. Hang out. In.
2: Right. Yeah. They, they just have a grotto. They have a grotto.
1: Like they casually say, oh yeah, she's in the grotto.
2: And it's not <laughs> in their hotel room or anything. Nope. They just have a grotto. Right. Even though they're only visiting, I believe. They're stuck there.
0: Yeah. They're trying to
2: get money to get back to Miami. They're stuck
0: there, but they have a grotto. But
1: they have a grotto.
0: (laughs) They're stuck in the old grotto. Yeah. Yeah. They're pirates. Well, it's just, that's the thing is the plot is so simple, but so much seems to happen. Like 30 minutes into the film, I realized so far the bare bones plot is guy hears about party goes to party. Like that's it. But just so much weird layers and details have happened in that time that it just feels like a lot more is going on Yeah, the whole movie. Yeah. It's, I mean,
2: it's, it's not a good movie, yeah. but it's, uh, I don't know. You, you do sort of have to have an appreciation for Prince to, well, yeah, because it's really like this movie yeah. because it's so much, it's so reliant on him and his personality. Well, he is
0: he's kind of a villain in it. When they first go to the party and he's crashed the party and Tricky's starting a conga line, which right away starting a conga line is a ballsy thing to do. It's a ballsy um,
2: ballsy scammer thing to do. Yeah. Anytime someone starts a conga line, I'm like, watch that guy.
0: <laughs> right. And then when she confronts him, he's like such an asshole to her.
2: Yeah, he's he's kind of an asshole to her
1: most of the yeah. time
0: he shows up to her birthday party and then yells at her when she's like you're not supposed to be here and like he has this very like you think you're better than me attitude but it's like dude you came to my birthday party unannounced and she kicks him out and it's it's acting like she's a snooty like stuck up rich person and it's like no you crashed her party and yeah. now you, you're, you're screaming at her in her house um yeah, yeah. get out like <laughs> get out of here prince
2: <laughs> <laughs> shoo yeah he definitely and also in the but i think that's intentional because there's also some moments in the way he treats jerome where you're like yeah that's not cool yeah. you're being a dick yeah but that's also a thing that happened in that was sort of the central premise of purple rain too
0: i couldn't tell was if
2: Prince was an asshole, and then by the end, he's, right, he's a slightly slightly yeah. less of an asshole.
0: I couldn't tell if that was a theme, because there's a part where he's sleeping with the other woman, and she says about her boyfriend or husband, he likes to possess things, and he's like, oh, that dick or whatever. And then later, he like calls her father, and he's like, she's mine. like She's not like yours, and it's like, well, yeah. you're doing the same exact fucking thing. And I just couldn't tell if that he was supposed to be kind of like an anti-hero or like a villain in it and before i could make the that assessment he gets murdered he so. gets shot and <laughs> yeah. he gets so shot? Shot? i'm Funny. like yeah that's probably a good, <laughs> that's probably the right thing to happen yeah he
2: he definitely gets shot <laughs>
0: He gets shot, but he's fine. He's he's
1: right. He ascends into the heavens in a music video.
2: Yeah, yeah he ascends to the heavens where they play mountains, which yeah. is from the soundtrack. Uh, while floating on clouds, one of the the many very weird musical performances in this movie. Yeah, because yes. they still it like Purple Rain. It was easy to shoehorn the music in because half the movie took place at First Avenue in Minneapolis, which is a club where bands play. But here, like it's a Prince movie. So they still have to have songs, but they just like happen. Right. Or
1: like one, like in the scene where he's, he's making out with Kirsten Scott Thomas in the car. while his song is playing on the car. Listening to
0: Prince. That blew my mind. (laughs) Yep. Because I, I have to commend them for not, well, I mean, they did shoehorn it in, but I was, I was so waiting for them to break out in song and these really unnecessary parts. And they kind of avoid that. They do it once at, yes. the, at
1: the club when he's dancing on the piano, which he is plays girl, awesome. Yes. Girls and boys. Yeah. Which is a banger.
0: Once is fine. I was expecting like five times. <laughs> that to happen. So I was like, okay, one time. And so when he was listening to himself on the radio, I was like, that's crazy. But I'm I'm happy you're, you're figuring out ways to work your music in that isn't just, hey, let's stop everything. He
1: listens to himself on the radio more than once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The music,
2: that's the thing. This soundtrack, it's got Kiss on it. Mm -hmm. And that's really the only big Prince song. I didn't know it came from this movie. On this soundtrack. Yeah, he's actually, for uh, an entire section of the movie, he's wearing the outfit that he wears in the video for Kiss. Hmm. And, yeah, that song, I don't think it's in the movie anywhere. There's a song in the movie that's not on the soundtrack called Love or Money, uh, but the soundtrack... I I think it's when you compare both of them to Purple Rain, I think the movie and the soundtrack both hold up really well compared to Purple Rain and I think in both cases they if you watch or listen to them in 2019 seem a little less dated. Okay. Because Purple Rain is a perfect pop album made with synthesizers and drum machines. Yes. And the under the cherry moon soundtrack which is an album called parade it's not that like it's a prince album but by this point he had moved on from that computer sound that was on purple rain so it's a more like the songs from it feel less a product of the 80s than what's on purple rain and i think the movie does too the the last song in the movie it's called sometimes it snows in april one of prince's greatest songs and no one ever talks about it. it's Hmm. just a piano ballad i saw him play it solo acoustic in omaha and oh man (laughs) it's
0: (laughs) fucking magic it's definitely more timeless i think
1: for sure it's not yeah it doesn't date itself
0: yeah the the black and white helps and then just the fact that it's again yeah i don't know when it's supposed to take place it's it's like this ambiguous time period (laughs) but i think it's it's just that They didn't need it to take place in the, like, there's nothing modern in it, really. Not really. Um, that it doesn't feel like it's purposefully timeless. Um, Mm. I mean, it could have been, it just doesn't feel that way because the plot doesn't need anything. I, I, now I want to go back and look at like what phones they were on. I think they were on kind of old timey phones. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That- there's an answering machine in it that's the moat but you're like, right
0: there is an answering because yeah. and that's
1: a great fucking bit where he's playing the dramatic piano along to the answering oh machine.
0: yeah
2: <laughs> yeah there's there's a lot of great bits prince has a lot of great lines and i can't tell if he's improvising or if someone wrote these lines oh, man. but like there's a there's a, a scene where he's arguing with Chris, Kirsten Scott Thomas, or is it Kristen Scott Thomas? Kristen, I think. Kristen, uh At dinner, and she says, You're a child. And he goes, I eat dinner without my father's permission. That says what?
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like, What did that's you just say? Fucking line. Like, what does that? And then they just that's move like, on. That's like, you know what it is? It reminds me of bad lip reading. Have you ever <laughs> watched? <laughs> where it's like what they're saying is kind of makes sense, but it's also kind of nonsense. Head being like fascist, it's like that. What the <laughs> fuck? Is yeah. That? There's fascist. a
2: there's a scene where they're also arguing and they're like yelling insults back at e- and forth at each other. And he goes, "Cabbage head," <laughs> <laughs> and she
0: goes, "What?" Yeah. And I can't like I almost feel like that was in improvised. <laughs> that was a legitimate okay. yeah response.
2: And, yeah, I love the dialogue in this. Prince is so fucking charming.
0: I will, because I, I'll i give him credit for the dialogue because the plot is so boring that it needs, again, the plot is very simple. It's the details. It's the weird fucking dialogue and, like, the setting and, like, where it do, I I don't... I'm, I want to know how this happened where they're like, so they got to do a scene where they're talking. It's like, can I be in a bathtub in a, in a, like a cowboy hat and like a ranger. (laughs) You sure can Prince. Yeah, I guess so. I don't see why not. Oh, I know how, because he, you directed it.
1: Yes. The original director was fired or left.
2: Yeah. That's, there's a book out there about Prince, but it's like an unauthorized biography. So it's hard to know how much of, what's in it is completely accurate but it's also made up of interviews with people he worked with but as you would expect this wasn't the movie that anyone was expecting him (laughs) to make and i think the director leaving had something to do with that i think everyone had a radically different vision for what prince's next movie would be and He's a stubborn, stubborn
0: guy. I can see him like, <laughs> handing the director a script, and the director's like, uh, Prince, these are just a series of leaves you found stapled to pages. He's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> if you don't do it, I'll do it. Like, I, I can't Like, imagine trying to direct this if you're not Prince. Yeah. or
2: And it, it seems like Kristen Scott Thomas was having a decent time. Yeah. I think I've read in interviews that she looks back on the time fondly i don't know what
0: it seems i can't imagine
2: prince was that demanding of a director to work with (laughs) it certainly doesn't look like it it seems like a
0: victimless crime but like uh, having not looked into it maybe yeah there's something but everybody seemed to be enjoying themselves
1: i love when she sends them to the lady's house when her dad is there and he shows up and just start, for some reason, the fact that he just calls her dad, Isaac, just cracks me up.
0: <laughs> is this when he yells, make sure she put a pillow up her ass yep. like that. Yep. What does that
1: mean? I don't, I think he's just riffing and he leaves the champagne in the driveway. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. There's also oh the God. scene
2: where he, uh, he gets the phone call from Kristen Scott Thomas and, uh, jerome is in the room too and that whole phone call like i feel like if you called prince in the middle of the night those are the answers you would get in real life because he says thinking about sex yeah she says she says what are you thinking about and he there's this insanely long pause and he goes
0: sex (laughs) (laughs) and then just doesn't say anything else
1: that's
2: what you get for
0: asking prince what he's thinking about
1: (laughs) call prince in the middle of the night and ask
2: him what he's thinking about and then their next decision is to go basically break into her house yeah and yes molest her mother well it turns out he he's in her mother's room right yeah and then he flees and jerome starts going you did it to her mom right
1: and, and, they're again, try, and they're trying to get the ladder and you, they just say, fuck it. Right. <laughs> like, I can't, I can I can't remember if it's, if it's Jerome or Prince that says it, but they just say, fuck it. Throw the ladder down. They haul ass down the line.
0: Yeah. It's Further so evidence funny. that he should be shot at the end where it's like, oh, you're just a <laughs> maniac who's breaking into this house. You are a criminal.
2: It was surprise. It's, it, it surprises me every time when he gets shot. At the end yeah.
0: right it's so it made me
1: laugh though like yeah. it was so like I it's mean, not at all dramatic like i mean i mean it's it's so it's it's not meant to be like a sad moment i don't think because it's so like over the top and melodramatic and it's just like oh of course this is how this. Well, it's,
0: it's <laughs> also how yeah. more of these types of romantic comedies should end with right the, the hopeless guy who's really like when you think about it, doing terrible things, right. just getting gunned down my, by the cops. My
1: best friend's girl should end with should end Dane with Cook shit, and Jason yeah. Biggs getting gunned down
0: yeah, by the police. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, I kind of appreciated it because, yeah, he should, he's done a lot of weird shit. Like
1: I love that it's just like he all he's doing in the moment when he gets shot is he gets off of a boat and is, is like on his grotto and like, kirsten scott thomas's dad is just like shoot him and the cop's like okay right, <laughs> just like, shoot. Yeah. like if he you seems, insist well you're he rich seems and white like, surprised yeah. that he's done it he's like well you egged me
0: on
2: <laughs> he looks like he might be black sure yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's a it's a shocking ending we haven't talked about what i think is the key scene in this movie uh which is the recisto scene Oh,
0: I love that so much. That was pretty solid. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which he, he writes the words wreck
1: Well, he, he invites himself to this date that Jerome (laughs) has set up with Kirsten Scott Thomas. He just invites himself.
0: And then they decide to neg her. Like they have that plan where they're just like, we need to, we need to take her down a few notches. It's how they operate. Yeah. They're grifters. Yeah, but
2: it is pretty fucking funny. They yeah. write they write reca w r e c k a and then s t o w and they keep trying to get her to say it. Yeah, and she does, and she's like, "It's not a word. It doesn't mean anything." <laughs> and then they go, "If you wanted a Sam Cooke record, where would you go?" She says, "The Wreck-A-Stow. and they, <laughs> they just, just explode. The yeah. They have into her to laughter. After they have her scream it like
0: yeah. <laughs> recasto. <laughs> oh. <laughs> good stuff good good stuff fucking movie this what what a- movie short it's
2: not that long it's 90 minutes it I think. yeah very long it's merc mercifully <laughs> short and it's i like i if you're a because as a prince fan it took me a long time to see this movie because i had always heard it's just fucking weird and i was a mm. prince fan at the time and purple rain was like i loved purple rain so much and i remember seeing ads for this and like just the fact that it was black and white i was like oh that's weird and then it got all these terrible fucking reviews and i was like oh well i guess i'll never see that movie it's fine i just like his music mostly anyway and years and years and years and years passed and i never bothered seeing this movie and then i just at one point out of curiosity was like i wonder what under the cherry moon is like because i like so much of what prince does but prince was so prolific he did a lot of bad too. And I mean yeah. that like in terms of music and creative right. stuff. Like some like a lot of his shit in the 90s is trash. Anytime Prince rapped, it was a fucking problem. <laughs> Anytime he rapped or paid someone to rap, he had terrible recruitment skills when it came to rappers. Like he would pick the worst. He was a terrible every all awful. Right. So I assume I always assumed this was another of those things this was his
1: rap album yeah like one of of film
2: those really terrible super eccentric Mm -hmm. things that he had done that i didn't need to pay any attention to and then you watch it and it's this really it's probably the most unique thing he did in the 80s and he did some crazy shit in the 80s but this is such a in prince's entire body of work this is such an oddity and such a unique slice of prince and a a side of him you never ever ever saw anywhere else so if you're a prince fan who's never seen this movie go watch it definitely watch it you will you will like and marina liked it right yes
1: she's the reason i watched it twice like i was halfway through and she was watching was like i love this we need to watch it again so we watched (laughs) it again she's like i like after it was done she was she like looked at me she says i love this movie
0: wow (laughs) It's fun it's it's Prince goofing around. Yes. I'll say this was a good movie for a movie I was forced to watch. Yeah. In terms of movies that I had no choice in the matter of watching, it was fine. If I was watching it on my own, I probably would have like maybe nodded off or like did something else. Um only because I'm not a Prince fan. So like not being a fan of prince it's just like this guy's a weirdo yeah and he's Mm -hmm. like kind of an asshole Mm -hmm. um and it's black and white and it's like there's a lot of long panning shots and like that's fine that's you know i i like a lot of slow movies but those combinations of like it's kind of moving a little slow and not much has happened and uh, he's kind of an ass um so i think that's why watching the first time it it just, it lost me a bit. And then watching it the second time and being like, okay, I don't want to watch this three times. So I'm going to pay attention. (laughs) And that's when you're like, what did he say? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, it's going like you start noticing the little details and you're like, this is fucking
2: weird. It's a bonkers movie.
1: Very. Would you say like how crazy you were? I was pretty young in the eighties and was not a Prince fan Um, in terms of being crazy unique things that he did in the eighties. How does this compare to doing the entire Batman soundtrack?
2: (laughs) I think this is weirder than the Batman soundtrack. The Batman soundtrack was weird
0: in that they picked Prince to do it. I mean, I was surprised he did it. Yeah, but I'm not, yeah, I, if someone came to me and it was like, do the Batman soundtrack, I'd be like, I can't play music, but sure. You know, because it's like, I'll do yeah, my best. Yeah. yeah. If you're paying me to do that, you fuck. Yeah. So I get why he would do it. I can't remember
1: if he was, a, if he was approached or if he approached them, I do know that he wrote so much material for Batman mm-hmm. that it wouldn't all fit into a
2: single soundtrack. See, that album.
0: would make a big difference. Cause if he approached them, then that would be really fucking weird. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder when we're going to get those Batman outtakes. I think they're available. Oh, are they?
1: I think so. I could be talking out of my ass.
2: Because that that whole idea is, because I I know people are, like, whenever a musician dies and their music starts getting released, people are like, "Mm, they would have hated this. I think this is what Prince wanted. (laughs) I think Prince, when he died, wanted to be like, put my shit out for hundreds and hundreds of years and he had, he had so much. He had a literal vault <laughs> that had to be drilled into by a team of vault cracking experts because he also didn't have a will or instructions about what to do with his vault. Oh. He was a Jehovah's Witness. Maybe he thought the world was just going to end <laughs> and that fucking excavators thousands of years later would be like, oh shit, what's this? <laughs> it's vault full of Prince show we don't know how to play these, but we think they're songs. Yeah. Like the technology doesn't exist anymore. But yeah, that like I like that his family is starting to put out all of his stuff. <laughs> yeah. Slowly. I mean, like I wanna hear it all. Yeah. I don't, like don't, I like and he Don't wants save it if it you don't, don't want all. me to hear it. Yeah. I like looking,
1: you know, pulling up iTunes and being like, New like new music from your artist. I'm like, Oh, Prince has a new album out. Yeah. Every couple of years, I'd like to keep seeing that. He's just
0: yeah. haunting it's us. It's like a
1: nice yeah, guy. Yeah. He's haunting us all.
2: Yeah. Like Tupac. Tupac put out more albums dead than he did yeah. live. And most of them were trash, <laughs>
1: unfortunately. It's like, oh, I see why this wasn't released. Like yeah. Any of the Kurt Cobain stuff, I'm like, yeah. That's
2: yeah. That, that, uh, is it Montage of Heck? Is that the name of that album? Or is it? Yeah, I think so. The, the Kurt Cobain solo album? Yeah. Woof. Mm. That's a rough listen. Of his like demos and shit. It's like this yeah, this dude hanging out after, high on
0: his couch. That was after he died. Oh yeah. The, yeah, there's a fucking reason he didn't put that out. Yeah. yeah.
2: Probably Let's, same reason he didn't release his journals. Yeah. <laughs> Which also were released. Oh, that's so uh. Don't mind him. It's fine. That's yeah, real gross. She put, Courtney Love probably wrote those. Well, mm. they have the the for that
1: film montage of heck it's they have him reading his like journal, like oh, he, yeah. he recorded a it lot. Really of It really
0: depends because there was that okay, enough subject. There was that documentary about Marlon Brando that's narrated by Marlon Brando. Yes, like, because he narr he apparently kept ver, like like recorded journals of everything mm-hmm. every day, and that's one where it's like, oh, he a hundred percent wants. Yeah, us and, to hear uh, yeah, song. yeah, oh, and totally.
1: Kirk Cobain was to say he was he was obsessed with the idea of his own fame. In addition to
0: oh, okay, a, yeah. anything
1: else you hear about him,
2: yeah. <laughs> so. Kurt Cobain wanted to be a rock star. Yeah, and yeah. so did Prince. And so did Prince.
0: And he wanted to make fun, fun French films. And he fucking did. And he did. This was. What if it's just this film in his vault? That should have been. They opened that. Right. Hall, it's, oh, yeah. just it's
1: just millions of copies. Yeah, you of, like, I didn't it and know and just, how
0: many copies you'd need, but here they all are. <laughs> One for every person in the world. And it it really is. It
2: it marks an interesting point in Prince's career because it's the last time anyone get well not really because he makes graffiti bridge a few years later which is also a really terrible That's that's a just a legitimately bad film it's
0: supposed to be the sequel to purple rain okay i didn't even know i knew that purple rain existed um and i was shocked to know that he had made other films that weren't purple rain
2: yeah he made uh purple rain under the cherry moon uh graffiti bridge and then he's got a really weird concert film called sign of the times which is just based it's him mostly playing the sign of the times album which is great uh <laughs> because it's one of his best albums like that's the thing this is uh, like the period where this comes out it's probably his most creative period where he's making some of his best albums and i think parade peak prince yeah yeah it because it's it's 1999 purple rain around the world in a day uh, parade and then uh, sign of the times all come out in a row and from a commercial standpoint there's a steady decline in sales and especially uh like black listeners just kind of abandoned prints after around the world in a day because they wanted a fucking R&B album, and he started making, like, psychedelic rock albums and shit. Right. And so he, he's still a huge artist who they'll sometimes let make a weird movie. But in general, in a commercial way, he was kind of on the decline when this came out, even though creatively I think he was at his peak. And then he started doing drugs and made the Batman soundtrack. <laughs> Three short years later.
0: Oh, man, that Batman. There are soundtrack. worse things to do on drugs.
2: Yeah. I really don't like the Batman soundtrack. (laughs) It's got a few songs. It's got some sweet songs on it. There's a reason they threw it in Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) Oh, you're right. When they're going through the Prince albums. That's fair. Throw it! Good choice. The Batman soundtrack. That's the the one you throw. (laughs) (laughs) So... I don't know. I don't know, Watch man. Under the Cherry Moon. Dude. Yeah, just watch it. If, if you're
1: a Prince fan, definitely watch it. If you're a it. Prince fan, definitely yeah. watch it.
2: And if you're curious not- about what Prince was like and maybe what
0: he would have been like uh, hanging out. I'm not angry I watched this movie, but like I'd never show it to anybody, and I'd never really talk about watching it. <laughs> um, it's, see, I disagree. It's not- Be- just because it it's
2: like it's i can't think of any other musician of his time who did anything like this yeah like michael jackson i guess made moonwalker at some point i never saw that weird shit it is wow yeah. i bet
1: what a film we should
2: watch
0: that <laughs> film this reminds me of um like hulk hogan doing movies wrestling movies are the same way um musician movies where it's all kind of about their ego so they can't they don't play complex characters because they have to just be right and like cool and having a great time. Well, and everything.
2: Prince, he went through a, a, a um, metamorphosis in this they movie. Kind of do it in this, but mm-hmm. like same thing in Purple Rain. Yeah, same thing happens in Purple Rain. <laughs>
0: the conflict shortly is that, after like he
2: smacks the shit out of Apollonia. He does. Right. He's, he slaps. Apollonia. But like they can't play Roof. losers Sends her flying, or Dave. like
0: yeah. Like he's still it's a real shame. He's always going to be. But hem. it's fine.
2: She buys him a guitar later.
0: What is this? this is purple <laughs> rain. purple yeah. rain. You gonna watch it now? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's
2: I a just, bad movie. These, purple rain is a. That's the. That's the other thing. If you are hanging on to the idea that Purple Rain is Prince's best movie, watch these two movies back to back. Under the Cherry Moon, aside from the fact that you see the purple rain album played live almost in its entirety that's great but beyond that these two movies under the cherry moon is the more entertaining movie and it holds up better yeah i can it's the less embarrassing of the two movies <laughs> like un- somehow it's the le- less misogynistic movie under the cherry moon it is
1: yeah for sure
2: because purple rain man they throw a girl in a trash bin for asking why morris day didn't call her back (laughs) like they pick her up and carry her to a trash dump and just throw throw her her in and close the lid which that's assault that's assault yeah like that's a that's if someone did that to me i'd shred her i'd probably press charges yeah but there's none of that it's just prince doing doing the sillies there's a little of that
0: that's a little a lot of yelling at women and breaking into their houses there is that there's touching their moms while they sleep it's true yeah yeah there's there's they dance with that the, <laughs> they, there's, there's there's some of it but again he gets shot at the end so it's <laughs> he like gets oh all shot. is right oh yeah. is right with the world so they it's still, the, still
1: pretty woke they made the correct choice yeah um i think that's a sode i think it is i think we're done here all right adam thank you so much i think much. we've had enough for bringing this film you're welcome. And allowing, yeah. giving me the opportunity I'm, to watch it several times. I'm
2: glad I watched it. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad you watched it. I hope people do watch it. You can, you'll have to rent it. I'm sorry about that, but it's Prince, man. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a like, it's definitely he never Prince. fucked any kids. <laughs> you know? Right. He went out, still That's making good music. Standard now.
0: Well,
1: <laughs> I mean, if you're going to, if the choice is to rent this or Moonwalker.
2: Yes,
0: of course. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is about Michael Jackson rescuing children from Joe Pesci. I'm oh, like, no. Those roles need to be reversed. Yeah. He was kidnapping <laughs> Joe Pesci's grandkids.
2: Yikes. <laughs> all right. That's a good Enjoy Under the Sherry Moon, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Adam, what do you got? To, I mean, oh, they're all here. They you know,
2: know, follow me on Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. Todd with one D. I'm going to try and post more pics. Yeah, I, to, I just uh, post videos of concerts I go to. Now nah, you want to see me it. at a fucking Mumford and Sons concert, high on mushrooms? Kind of, I, I, yeah. Absolutely. Follow me on
0: follow me on Instagram kind of
2: too. Don't or, really care to see Mumford and Sons, but I, I, I I see Portugal the man opened for them, and they were like, "We can get you in," and they were really good seats. <laughs> they were good seats, and I. I legitimately at one point felt like the keyboard player was looking at me like my family could have sat there. Fuck face on your phone. (laughs) Like, because there was like, it was almost sold out and there was all this
0: room around us. So clearly it was the comp aisle. I like that. They were, you're on mushrooms and you were still like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) well, (laughs) Well, yeah, it was Mumford and Sons. What am I going to do? Watch Mumford and Sons. It's It's YouTube. There might be some pretty colors or something.
2: Oh, there were like, they had the, the, charlotte hornets colorway going at one point mm. but i mean it's you 2 with a banjo that's what mumford and sons is
0: right especially
2: seeing them in concert there's a catwalk and everything oh no yeah but it was fun then i saw carly ray jepson the other night
0: okay anyway everybody check that out everybody check check Dave. out carly yeah. ray Jepsen.
1: Yeah. yeah yeah she she's she's doing all right
0: she's great she's the president <laughs> of music
1: Dave, what do we got going on?
0: We have a Patreon, Tom. Oh, Shit Slash Gamefully Unemployed. We got uh, exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff watch Batman and mm. Fox Mulder is a maniac. Mm. Uh, check that shit out. Do it. It's great. Do it. Yeah.
1: Um we also have a store at slash stores slash gamefully unemployed. See all the people. They're so excited for it.
0: Mm. We got shirts
1: there. Check it out. Do those check things. Check it out.
0: Do the fucking guys. Do the things. Do it. You guys. We just do the things. Yeah. Just please. do the fucking things. Yeah. Are you doing it yet? You better be doing it. I don't care if you've been It's our driving. it's our Recasto. You need to Yeah, it's our <laughs> It's Our
1: Recasto. All right. Say goodbye everyone.
0: Goodbye. Goodbye everyone. Goodbye.
1: Bye.